What I say is, a town isn't a town without a bookstore. It may call itself a town, but unless it's got a bookstore, it knows it's not fooling a soul. Neil Gaiman, American Gods. Welcome to Bookish, a literary podcast. I'm Paul, and before we get into today's episode, I have a public service announcement slash shameless promotion. This week is the fifth anniversary of the publication of my debut novel, The Last Word. And to celebrate, you can get the Kindle edition absolutely free through Saturday. The link is in the show notes. Now on with the show. Today's episode may be the start of a brand new segment, as I mentioned in my last podcast. While I was searching for topics for the Sunday Ramble episode, I stumbled across an amazing fact about what is clearly the most bookish city in the world, and it inspired me to feature bookish cities on the podcast. The first and clearly greatest of these is a city best known for tango, Evita, and a bouncer who became Pope, Buenos Aires, Argentina. There are many reasons that Buenos Aires claims the title of most bookish city in the world, but before exploring some of them, let's get to the one that caught my attention at the outset, especially when considering Neil Gaiman's quote that opened the episode. Here's the statistic that first caught my attention and inspired this episode. According to a 2015 population survey, Buenos Aires has 2.8 million residents. They also have over 730 bookstores, or around 25 bookstores for every 100,000 residents. That gives them the most bookstores per capita in the world. Hong Kong has 22 bookstores for every 100,000 people, and Madrid trails far behind at 16 for every 100,000. London is widely considered a literary mecca, and with Shakespeare in the British Library, it clearly is. But even London has only 10 bookshops per 100,000 people. Now, I want you to think about that number for just a moment. Then think about the population of your city and how many bookshops you have. For me, the number is both astounding and humbling. The Bookish Bat Cave is currently located in a town with just under 100,000 people and one bookstore. One. Do the Argentines really care 25 times more about books than the citizens here? Clearly, the answer is yes. And I'm going to wager the same is probably true where you are. Now, the first thing you may wonder, especially if you're a listener in the United States who's watched bookstores, both new and used, close as a result of things like rising rent, ebooks, and Amazon, is how did this many bookstores survive? Well, in all honesty, Argentina has some unique advantages here. A veritable perfect storm of good things if you're a literature lover. 
first and something completely unheard of in the United States, books are exempt from sales tax. Furthermore, internet sales and ebooks have not really penetrated Argentina to the degree that they have elsewhere. Citizens there still prefer printed books to ebooks. It's a city where for over a hundred years the book as an object has been a cultural fact. One of the coolest quotes that I came across when I was researching this podcast was that Argentines often use the internet to look up books that they then go and buy in bookstores, which is the exact opposite of what happens in the United States. So why has Amazon not at least hurt these stores with their print book sales, as has happened in the United States? Well, because Amazon does not have an Argentinian site, and importing books from international sellers is apparently a bureaucratic nightmare. One other small thing, and I say small, quite tongue-in-cheek, there is a national fixed book price law in Argentina which requires that any given book must cost the same no matter where it's sold. So basically, suck it, Amazon. And all these economics are only a part of why Buenos Aires is the most bookish city in the world. It's not simply about economics, obviously. There's a long line of authors with links to the city, most notably Jorge Luis Borges, other great authors and poets who are well-known in Argentina, though maybe not as much globally, include Silvina Ocampo and Julio Cortazar, and even the revolutionary Che Guevara, though more for his excellent motorcycle diaries than his works of guerrilla warfare. The city holds an annual book fair. It's held during Argentina's autumn which is spring for us in the Northern Hemisphere. And the annual book fair attracts over 1 million visitors each year, including top authors, editors, publishers, and just bibliophiles from all over the planet. So what about some of the bookstores themselves? Well, there's the one Argentine literary landmark that you may actually have heard of. It's been called the world's most beautiful bookstore, El Ateneo, Grand Splendide. It's a theater converted into a bookstore, and if you've never seen it, pause the podcast and Google El Ateneo Buenos Aires. Go ahead, I'll wait. Awesome, right? The building's 100 years old, with balconies, a fresco dome ceiling, and over 180,000 books for sale. It's one of the top tourist attractions in the city even for people who normally aren't book lovers. But as the number of shops mentioned at the start makes clear, El Ateneo is not the only bookstore of note, though it may truly be the most lovely. Another is Elena, a much smaller shop tucked away in the Palermo neighborhood that's more popular with locals than with tourists. And if you're an English speaker with no Spanish skills, Walrus Books is an English-language bookstore on a street called Estados Unidos. Argentines have a sense of humor. And if you don't get it, Google it using a Spanish-to-English translator. 
few others to put on your must-see list include Libros del Pasaje, which has a cafe in its center surrounded by bookshelves, Eterna Cadencia, with a reading area that actually resembles a living room, and El Rufian Melancolico, which is a second-hand bookshop with a penchant for great literature. But you don't need a guidebook to search out the bookstores of Buenos Aires, or a recommendation from me for that matter. There is literally one on every corner. Jorge Luis Borges once said, I have always imagined that paradise will be a kind of library. I imagine that when he died in 1986, he actually found that paradise looked a lot like his hometown. That's bookish for today. Thanks for listening and keep on reading. today's episode of Bookish. I hope you found it both informative and entertaining. If you'd like to keep episodes like this coming, I'd also like you to consider supporting us by clicking the support this podcast link on the anchor site. For as little as 99 cents a month, you can keep episodes like this coming and also help us get to the point where we're completely ad-free. Thanks again.